This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Uh, Bring the energy! It's happening. Get it, get, 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 get. For your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning, capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... Let's go! MP on the mic. Happy Friday to you, Friday Fun Day. It is uh, the whole crew's here. This is our last Friday Fun Day for a while because uh, next Friday will be uh, it's the A10 Women's Basketball Tournament. Megan, did you just break the studio? What happened here? <laughs> I tried to turn the volume down because this thing is blasting me, but it shocked me. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. Shockingly good radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's electric, folks. It's uh, it's the it's the most electric show in town. Uh, we're we're about to be down a producer here in a second. Apparently, uh oh, uh, Friday fun. Uh, unless one of our producers dies, which would be not a fun way to start the program. Uh, ten oh one, Michael Phillips here, MP on the mic, nine ten, the fan, one oh five one FM worldwide on the free odyssey app gary has stops by in 15 minutes as he does on fridays we'll talk to rob dennison it's the uh, rally chat app uh he was on the black and gold fan podcast with awad a couple weeks ago uh he is loading up for uh what will be a really fun uh saturday night right this is uh as good as it's been in a while if you're a hoops fan get out to the robin center get in front of your television get your two tv set up ready to go it's uh it's gonna be a ton of fun it's VCU against UR. That's the game. We spend all year waiting for it. It's here, and it's got big stakes behind it. You are playing to to get two games up on VCU in the A-10 race. VCU playing to to keep a foot in the door. Uh, tonight's in- results will have an impact on that as well. You got Dayton Loyola tonight. That's a big game. It's going to be a fun final stretch in the A-10. Down the road, also 6 o'clock tomorrow night. 
UVA at Duke. We don't have to tell you what that one means. It's a basketball game. It's at Cameron Indoor Stadium. It's two very, very good basketball teams. And and UVA uh, finally got the offense going a little bit the end of the night up in Boston. We'll see if they can build on that momentum. So that's the stage. I said last Friday, fun day for a while. Next week, it's the A-10 Women's Basketball Tournament. It's right here in Richmond. Uh, things Things are looking up. VCU is at the Siegel Center tomorrow. So 1 o'clock, get out there. They're trying to set the attendance record for women's basketball at the Siegel Center. Uh, Your whole day is planned tomorrow, by the way. You're starting at Nutsy's Block Party. Uh, Nutsy's Block Party tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Buy some squirrels tickets. Uh, I'm not suggesting. I'm telling you. This is your day tomorrow. And 1 o'clock, VCU Basketball, Siegel Center. Uh, The women playing to lock down the number two seed at the A-10 tournament. If we could get the Spiders as the one seed, the Rams as the two seed, that would be a really, really fun uh, day of of basketball out there in Henrico next week. Uh, Then, of course, the two big games to wrap up the evening. Sprinkle in Randolph-Macon, Hampton-Sydney, Christopher Newport, all your favorite D3 teams playing in their tournament as well. It's going to be a great day. Uh, VCU, you are, of course, right here on 910 The Fan 1051 FM. Uh, all right. Friday morning, phone lines are open 833-804-0910. Uh, it's, it's a pleasant Friday morning. So pleasant. Uh, I got my first mosquito bite of the year this morning on the way here. Dude, there was one buzzing around my car the other day. I was it's, like, it's too early. It is technically March, but... Man, they just showed up on March first. They're just beating down the, like they've been in the waiting room, waiting to waiting to slide on in. There was no buffer <laughs> time for no mosquitoes. buffer time. I haven't no seen it. No buffer time. That's weird. Yeah. Lucky you. Lucky you. <laughs> they they love me. They're big fans. Big fans. Of MP on like, the mic. I'm a big fan of MP. Big MP <laughs> Let me get fans. Some blood. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a bunch of suckers. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, boy, I'm on it. Yeah, there it is. That's, see, that's what we're going to miss on future Friday Fun Day. So next week, women's basketball. The next week, men's basketball. The good people at Cowan Gates are going to send us up to Washington, D.C. for the ACC basketball tournament. Uh, hopefully, we'll still have some teams in by Friday. That's not a given. <laughs> Friday's semifinal night at the ACC. Uh, I, I don't think it's a given. We got teams there. Uh, maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe we'll get really lucky. Have a couple teams in. If not, uh, we'll still have fun up there anyway, which means that the next week has to be the first Friday of March Madness, uh, which means you'll find me watching basketball somewhere with the, with the cold beverage in my hand. Going mad. As is tradition. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so tons of fun, but the big game tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, the main event, URVCU, right here, 910 The Fan. Uh, this is uh, this is what VCU wants, a little bit of heat, a little bit of momentum coming into this game. My guy Derby Bill hit us with the early line. You want to take a guess what the line is, who's favored tomorrow? URVCU, it's at the Robbins Center. Uh, you remember VCU won the first meeting between these teams. Mm-hmm. UR has a better record. Derby Bills line? No, no, no. This uh, Derby Bill has passed along the Las passed Vegas line. This, this isn't just Derby Bill just shouting stuff line. in his basement. He does that too. <laughs> he does but. that too. Yeah, that's what I was. I had to make sure. Uh, Richmond. Yeah, Richmond's favored by one and a half, which I, I not think, by much. No, no, should yeah. be should be a fantastic basketball game. Awesome. Uh, if VCU wins, doors still open to the A10 title. Uh, there's still a path there. For VCU to win this thing outright, which 
You, I mean, everybody, Awan says it, Gary says it, everybody who comes in here says it. Wouldn't that mean they have a chance of, of getting an at-large bid? I'm, I'm not ready to say that yet. I don't think that's true. But a lot of people are saying it, and as is the case when a lot of people say something, eventually you have to, you know, shut up and listen and say, well, if everybody's saying it, maybe maybe it's true. Maybe I'll come down from the hill. I'm, I'm not quite ready for that yet. But uh, after after the Rhode Island game, uh, Ryan Odom checked in with our crew, Robbie and Rodney, the A-team uh, VCU basketball announcers here on The Fan, and uh, he was asked about chasing that A-10 title. Well, in, in, in life, you kind of have to speak your world into existence, things that right. you want. You can't be afraid to talk about them, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and certainly we do that with our team, and, uh, and that's not to add pressure. All right, it's to understand the situation and to create some urgency. And then it's up to us in the moment to be able to play with calm heads and clear heads, you know, as we go forward, you know, and attack the moment. And, um, you know, this, that's what this was all about. It's like take care of business and we can talk all we want. All right, but the bottom line is we have to act and our actions have to, you know, prove worthy of a victory. And certainly they, they did tonight. I like Ryan Odom. That's the official stance of the show, of course, but also just I like Ryan Odom. Uh, he's not afraid to speak it out there. Uh, I like that. I think that's a great uh, great way to put it, and I see why he feels optimism right now. You talk about your main characters Saturday, uh, your main characters tomorrow, the guys who are going to have to play well to win the game, and I think they're playing well right now. Uh, look, that they don't have a five. Uh, I'm tired of saying that on the radio, but it's still true. That's how you are is going to beat them. But I think Toby Lowell's playing as well as he's played at any point since he arrived at VCU. Uh, Christian Furman can give you some good minutes. Toby Lowell can sub in. We've seen a little Roosevelt Wheeler. Uh, will he get some run in the rivalry? I'm curious. I don't think it's out of play by any stretch if UR starts beating, beating him up inside. Uh, and on the outside, I, I think Sean Bearstow is as good as he's been since he arrived at VCU. And look, the injuries were a thing, right? He was held out you know, through November and into December, and then just when things are clicking, that rib injury that, that cost him a game and he rushed back from. Here's uh, here's Ryan Odom on where Sean Bearstow's at coming into this uh, this very big matchup. I mean, Sean, you know, he's he's certainly trying to get, get his uh, feet up under him again, and, and uh, the rib deal did, did set him back a little bit. Uh, I think he was on a good path prior to that, but... You know, it is what it is, and uh, and certainly he he's a vital player and will continue to be down the stretch. And the Bear fears, feels the uh, the urgency as well. He doesn't have another year left, right? Most of this team does. Max Shulga has another year if he wants to run it back. Uh, Awad told me to stop talking about that very politely, but told me to stop talking about that. Just enjoy this year's team. Uh, so we'll we'll mark off some time in April to talk about Max Shulga. Uh, Sean Bearstow, though, he's he's done, and you've seen that as he's just worked so hard to come back from the injuries. Now two of them, they're stacking and. Uh, look, if he's at his best, he's he's a top 10 player in the A-10, and it's not close. We haven't seen that guy a lot this year, but you know he's in there, and that's the optimism is maybe maybe he'll come out to play here. Uh, big game tomorrow. Big uh, big game down in, uh, down in Durham as well. Same time, 6 o'clock tomorrow. Get in front of a television. Get in front of two televisions. It's college basketball at its finest. We've turned the calendar to March, and the madness has Begun. It's Friday. We'll welcome our friend Gary Hessen to chat all things sports. On the other side of this break, you're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. 
Friday fun off and running on a monster weekend in the world of sports. Nobody better to break it down with than our guy, Gary Hess, sports director here at 910 The Fan. What is up? Happy Friday, man. You you told me we'd get a long segment, but then it, here it is. It's 1015. We're right on time. That's right. all right. I'm stealing from other segments because he's Gary Hess. That's that's the executive decision I'm making. Fine by me. <laughs> Fine by me, too. <laughs> Um, uh, I want to play you, Gary, you get in early in the morning and we appreciate it and you keep the people informed. Uh, I want to play you a clip from your, uh, your sports update this morning. Okay. Uh, all right. Fire, fire it up, uh, JC. Sports Flash. A big one tomorrow at the Robin Center as Richmond plays at home against VCU. Spiders come in 13-2 in the Atlantic 10 and have won 16 of 18. But one of those two losses were to the Rams at the Seagull Center earlier this season. Also tomorrow, UVA plays at 10th-ranked Duke. Virginia Tech hosts Wake Forest. Tonight, JMU is at Coastal Carolina. The Dukes are 27-3. Also today, the first round of the Division Three tournament. Six Virginia teams are in the field. Randolph-Macon playing at home faces Baruch. Hampton-Sydney also hosting entertains Broche. Whew! My man's speaking with a purpose there. Woo. In auctioneer in another yeah, I life. Know. <laughs> I see I three. See, I, I see, see three. three. UVA, UVA. UVA. <laughs> Do I hear tech? Do I hear tech? Tech, 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 tech. Hampton, Sydney. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I forgot to include Virginia United. I didn't even get to the Panthers. No, how, how could you do everything? ODU got a new coach. I, we don't have time. I got that in at the very end. We don't have time for that. <laughs> I uh, got that in at the very end. And I said, you know, VHSL basketball state semifinals, eight state te- eight eight local teams are still, and it's like, rattle them off. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cosby Thomas Taylor. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. It's like I had sound bites, and I was like, "No, I'm not using them today. I'm just no. going to cram. It's just going to be a cram job. We don't have time for sound bites. Exactly. I got too much good basketball. Uh, women, women's basketball, men's basketball. Yeah, high a couple things fell onto the um, editing room floor to get it down to sixty seconds. But uh, do you do you take a breath during that? How do you do? I don't. I don't have that. Skill. Sometimes I take breaths and then I edit them out before I mix the music. Oh, <laughs> pro oh. strat. I told you about this one, Michael. Little radio magic. Yeah. yeah, JC's been known to do that from time to time as yeah, well. Yeah, occasionally I'll be like, oh, that's a second and a half long. Oh, I can get that down just by taking out blank spaces. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it doesn't sound unnatural. And of course, you know, I'm drinking from a fire hose that early in the morning, so I, you know. But once I get it to where it sounds pretty good, usually I can pretty much do it in one take. One take, not Gary. my first rodeo. Nah, you've, you've done you've done a little bit of this before. Knock on wood, please. <laughs> uh, it's it's March first. Uh, the A10 it wraps up next week. The ACC wraps up next week. Uh, everybody else comes into the barn as well. How many teams from Virginia are going to make the NCAA tournament this year, Gary? Uh, UVA. Which is not, I don't say like UVA with a period. It's UVA, probably. Yeah, UVA, comma, maybe, comma, question mark. <laughs> UVA, comma, if they win a senior day game at home against Georgia Tech, please God just win a senior day ho- game at home against Georgia right, Tech. Right, I would think, <laughs> uh, yes. Um they don't have to. They don't have to beat Duke, though. You agree with me on that? I do. Yeah. I do. I think is they hold serve at home against Georgia Tech, yeah. and they should. Of course they should. <laughs> Georgia Tech's bad, and that, they're good. And if they even it with a loss at Cameron and a win at Georgia Tech, they finish off the top of my head. I believe that would be thirteen and seven in the ACC. Good enough. Uh, and twenty two wins. Uh, I think that's good enough. Shoe them in. A win in the quarterfinals against a team seated below them wouldn't hurt in the ACC tournament. I mean, making baskets wouldn't hurt either, but we can't no. always get what we want, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but if you try sometimes, yeah, might just, you just might find um, What's crazy about this is we're talking worst-case scenarios. If they beat Duke tomorrow, 
they're the two seed going into going into DC. They're 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 a lock and they're a threat to win this this silly thing. I love and if's an awful big two letter word, but you know <laughs> my expectation level of that actually happening is not very high. You agree it's doable though. This well, is this is absolutely a team that could lose all these terrible games and then go beat Duke at Cameron. They can. They you know they are a, a confounding bunch because you see what kind of the high-end capability of this team is at times, and you wonder why that can't happen more often. Yeah, there's talent on that roster. I, I just, I've been so bullish on them all year. You know, and I, some things about UVA I'll say. First of all, I, first of all, I don't want it to take to come across as complaining because Tony Bennett knows has forgotten more about basketball than I'll ever know. He can stay as long as he wants. He is the he's won a national title. He so he's the man. But I would love to know why Elijah Gertrude doesn't get more playing time because every time he's electric, every time he's on the floor, I'd I'd love to see more of him. The thing that would drive me crazy if I'm Tony Bennett is you look at pockets. You never know from night to night whether you know Blake Buchanan's going to look like a guy who should be on the floor or not. Or um, what's the other big guy's name? I'm drawing a blank. Jordan Miner. Jordan Miner. It's like other times he looks great. Sometimes he looks terrible. You know, McNeely yeah. has to be on the floor, but sometimes he can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yep. You know, it's like what are you going to get? I just don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. And neither, especially Tony Bennett. He Tony Bennett doesn't know. know either. He doesn't know either. <laughs> uh, Tech's out unless they win in DC. Tech uh, has, that, that's, um, a, that's an easy one. Yes. Um, it, uh, you know, watching Tech against Syracuse this week, um, it's just like they're just you know, a full a couple of pieces short of what they need to to be what they need to be. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, t- VCU and Richmond, uh, the winner tomorrow, I think leaves the door cracked open for an at large bid, but it, it it seems more unlikely than likely. I don't think either one of them gets an at large bid as much as I would like to see it. I'd love to buy into what you're saying. Yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, which one's higher in the net right now? Do you know VCU? And if they, well, I don't know about after uh, after the most recent second game. If but VCU, VCU goes to Dayton for their last game, so if they if they won at Dayton, they would have the higher. So let's net. say if VCU wins out and loses to Dayton, they're, they're not. That's a no. No, they would have to beat Dayton at Dayton to stay. No, in the what I'm saying picture. is if they win out, including okay. at Dayton, okay. get to the championship game and lose to Dayton. That's what I'm saying. In the championship game, maybe, uh, but I'm still not buying it. Richmond 71, VCU 74 right now. Obviously, neither of those uh, gets at large consideration at all. Right. Uh, if VCU won at Richmond and at Dayton, they get a little bump. Maybe they're in the 50s. And now you're talking about going to Brooklyn with a little little win behind your right. back. You are doesn't have those opportunities. No, and uh, you know I you know what I think that game tomorrow is going to be interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, VCU has a magic. If I remember correctly, VCU has a. Let me decline that call. Sorry. Oh, but no, please. Gary's a hardworking man, folks. <laughs> if VC VCU, I believe, has a magic number of one for clinching uh, the, the double, double buy. Oh yeah, yeah. They they got. Games left. Other teams can lose, and they're going to get it. They're, they're, go- they're they, going to get the double se- buy. Senior day set. at home against Duquesne Tuesday night. <laughs> they, they'll look good in that one. Obviously, I think this game tomorrow is critical for both teams. At large hopes, I think it's more important for Richmond than it is for for VCU because I think Richmond needs to keep that thing going going into Brooklyn. 
You know, Richmond's got the thing where, like, every time they have a great season worth writing about, VCU has a slightly better season worth writing even more about, and, and we're talking even more about. Richmond is the story of the year, and Chris Mooney, very compelling case to be coach of the year, obviously. Uh, and, and yet... VCU, you know, handled them, had a great strategy for them in that first matchup. Richmond, very much possibly your A-10 regular season champ, and yet you look at the net, VCU's hanging with them game by game. That You know, I, I would love to see, you know, if Richmond picks this up, you'd love to see them close it out, win the A-10, get, the, get that momentum, end up in the NIT. If they end up in the NIT, I, I think that would be a great thing. I'd love for both these teams to end up in the if NIT. If you'd have told me on November 1st that Richmond was going to be in the NIT, Absolutely. I would have said, get out of town. Absolutely. It was, it was completely unthinkable before the season. Hats off to Chris Mooney. Fantastic job there. The it, other team that you got to watch. Uh, is, Nor- Nor- is, Norfolk State and JMU are your other two. They're, they're I was both, going to JMU. Yeah. It's amazing to me that they are sitting on 27 wins. Uh, with three losses. The only team they ever All lose in to conference. Is, the only team they lose to is App State, apparently. Right. And App State is extremely good, too. Uh, you know, that it would be really compelling if those two make it to the Sun Belt championship game. JMU 53 on the net this morning as we sit here. That's, right. Yeah, and, and the win over Michigan State at Michigan State. They scheduled hard. They they went out there. They Michigan State's not doing them any favors. But no. It's, it's, <laughs> tag on you, Michigan State. Uh-huh. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So uh, JMU's and I think Norfolk State. I, we've talked about that before. Norfolk State definitely bears watching in the MEAC every uh, year. Yeah, and that, so and they are. Watch by it. I think they're going to be the two seed in that tournament, if I remember correctly. But they're right up there. So set, set your watch by it. Norfolk State playing for the MEAC title there at the at the scope or wherever they're playing that these days. Right. So. Um, the wherever they're playing. I, I mean, I, you guys want to make very clear I've not done research You're on not, the You're not an insider on the MEAC tournament. I'm, I'm I think it d- is still in Norfolk, actually. <laughs> um, but I could uh, be wrong about that. That's uh, all right. Uh, that is at the Norfolk Scope Arena, March 13 to 16. Get your tickets now. Get your tickets now, indeed. Get your tickets tomorrow for Flying Squirrels Baseball. It's Nazis Block Party tomorrow. How about that? It's March. We're talking baseball. <coughs> have Spring fun. Training going nuts. games have been on my television at home this week. Absolutely. Gary, you're fighting through it this morning. We appreciate that. Do uh, do what you need to do there. Get, get yourself going. Get Gary a drink of water. I, I feel fine. I just have a tickle in my throat. He's playing <laughs> He's playing through This is This is the end of Gary. Gary's week because uh, it's not a not a high school football week. Oh, that's so right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. You just brought tears to my eyes. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, it's uh, it, high school basketball's rolling though. I like. I mean, people talk about the growth of women's basketball, college basketball. The the high school girls scene locally is as good as it's ever ever been. I am hoping that things go well tonight in the Division Six girls bracket, so we can get a Manchester Thomasdale rematch in the state championship game. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, so that'd be pretty cool. Juicy. Eight, eight teams. By the way, do you think the Dominion District was pretty good in women's basketball, <laughs> girls' basketball? Let me roll down this real quick. Manchester and Thomasdale are both playing in the semifinal. Well, Thomasdale's not in the Dominion District. Manchester, 25-2. and two. Yeah. James River, still alive in Division 5, playing Patrick Henry Roanoke tonight, 24-3. and three. That sounds good. Monaghan in playing Hampton tonight in the Division 4 semifinals, 21-5. and five. That's pretty good. That's those. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, th- those three teams know what they're doing, and then you got Thomasdale, John Marshall, and then on the boys' side, Bird, Verina, and John Marshall still playing. John Marshall going for the double dip in D two. Yeah, it's uh, 
they need to get into a higher division. That's uh, I'll, I'll, look. I'll, I'll spare all the the hand wringing. Hey, and let me just tell let you, it, let him play up. John Marshall would be the first yep. team to say, "Let us play up. Let them play up. Let them so, play up because they can, and it would produce very compelling basketball." So we've covered that. Good luck to Virginia Union tonight. They've made it to the semis in the CIAA. Sneak that in. Good luck to the and Panthers. good luck to the six state teams playing tonight in the D3 tournament. Uh, yeah, well, let me see. Uh, Macon, uh, uh, obviously, Sydney, New- uh, Newport, uh, CNU. Um, was it Mary Baldwin snuck in? Marymount. Marymount and uh, Virginia Wise was that Virginia Wesleyan. Virginia Wesleyan uh, is our six. So there you go. Put it on. Put it on the board. Lots of basketball <laughs> this weekend. Uh, good luck doing a sports update on Monday with all that. And by the way, did you see the um, ACC uh, schedule template came out for next year? I did for basketball. UVA uh, home and away with SMU. Yeah, and, and also yeah. UVA and Tech both tr- play at Cal and at Stanford. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I guess it makes sense. Like send them out there, have them play Saturday, Monday against both of them. But what? Just get football separate, split football off, and be done with it. Like uh, nobody's asking. For that's this. got to happen, and it's gonna happen. It's not if, it's when. Let's put a bookmark in that for later in the show because there's that news yesterday. SEC and Big Ten want mandatory buys in, in the college football playoff. Oh yeah, just, they, just you, you. If you didn't see this coming, you you're not following it. The hey, we're the SEC. We need guarantees. You know, we need a red carpet uh, yeah, exactly. laid out for us. Exactly. Just split off football. Bring back good basketball conferences. Be done with it. It's so aggravating that the solution is so obvious. Yeah, it really, it really, really is. And you know, you know, and you know, may, just don't have conferences. Just take all the major con- and spread off football and split football into a couple of divisions and just have like the AFC and the NFC. And it's not hard. Have come out with a schedule and then you have playoffs and go from there. We can figure this out in ten minutes. <laughs> I think we just got a. Partway down the road. I think we're partway down the road. Gary, I always appreciate you dropping by. Gary has sports. Always here fun, man. Take at care. Nine ten, the fan. We're back with more after this. You're listening to nine ten, the fan now. One zero five one FM. Uh, let's sneak in a little NFL talk. It's a Friday. Uh, the top quarterback prospects are at the combine today, which is always uh, the, the most anticipated day of the combine by fans, not for teams because they're going to bring these guys in for individual visits. But it's always uh, it, it's always you know you want to hear what these guys have to say. And uh, so let's let's start off the top, Jaden Daniels, because he's my guy, right? Um, so this is Jaden Daniels talking about his visit with the Washington Commanders. Tim Roots is how cool uh, the whole staff was. Obviously, uh, Dan Quinn, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, all those type of guys. I was to be able to sit in there and really just get to know people. Uh, you know, you, you see them on TV, see everybody coaching uh, behind the scenes, so be able to go in there and just have a, a conversation with them. That's the coolest part for me. There you go. It's a, it's a well-known crew, right? I, he talked about kind of everybody being cool. There's a lot of... A lot of names people are going to know when they walk into that room. Uh, not just Dan Quinn, the coach, Cliff Kingsbury, very, very known commodity uh, in the world of football coaching. Anthony Lynn, if he's there. Uh, Josh Harris has been in the room for these interviews with the quarterbacks, uh, which doesn't bother me as long as he's listening. Uh, I want, you know, what is he? You got two ears, one mouth. You know, listen twice as much as you talk. Uh, it's, uh, I'd, I'd like a three to one, four to one, infinity to one ratio for Josh Harris in the room otherwise otherwise that spooks me a little if he's if he if he's poking right if he wants to see how his business works welcome aboard uh I have no problems with that whatsoever not not a red flag for me 
guys new to the league, guys learning how it all works. Uh, he's watching, he's observing. But this is this is an Adam Peters show, and this is the defining decision of Adam Peters' tenure. Whatever happens from here, this is the one. What he does with this number two pick that sets the tone for the next five to ten to fifteen years around this franchise, and that's why that's why it's so important to get it right. Uh, so that was Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback. Uh, what I like about Jaden Daniels, the ski, the ceiling's sky high. I mean, he he has the highest potential of any of these guys to be, in in my opinion, a bona fide superstar. He also is the most likely to fizzle out potentially. Uh, when he gets hit, it looks like he's in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Uh, it, it just goes to body parts flaying everywhere. I don't love that in the NFL. There's big dudes trying to hit you at all times. Uh, I don't love the idea that you might be uh, Wiley Coyote in, in a Roadrunner cartoon uh, laying under a cartoon boulder uh, in, ga- in game one. That's not good. But uh, the, the ceiling is high. He can make all the throws. He's going to get a ton of buzz as this process uh, goes along. And he's he's in the top three for a reason. He's very good. All right. Uh, clip two is a guy who is not in the top three. J.J. McCarthy. He's the Michigan quarterback. And he's fascinating because he doesn't have a big track record here, right? He played for Harbaugh, and he was very closely monitored and managed and all all of those things. And uh, I'm very curious to see, it. like, is there talent there? Is this a Tom Brady situation, right? Came out of Michigan. People didn't know just how good he was and never had the chance to show it. Or... Was he just a game manager who kept things moving and, and would not be worth a, t- a first-round pick? Uh, here's J.J. McCarthy on his visit with Washington. Just the overall energy. You know, I, it was my first one, so I was, like, super nervous, I'm not going to lie. And uh, sweating a little bit. And, you know, Coach Quinn was just awesome. I got to talk to uh, Mr. Peters right before the meeting. And, you know, just a great vibe, very welcoming. And, you know, going through the clips and everything and, Coach Cliff Kingsbury was just like, hey, if you get a matchup out here and you really like it, could you just, you know, switch it to a go on the outside? And I was telling him, like, I wish. Just little stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it was just great to meet them, great to, you know, talk ball with them. I had a lot of fun doing it. I love that. All right, Mr. Peters. This guy uh, this guy knows how to get drafted, Mr. Peters. The, the I'll break down the second half of that clip for you. So they're, they're watching – tape they're showing him clips of him playing college football and asking him to break it down and cliff kingsbury who will be the offensive coordinator of the commanders this year says hey you know he notices something in the tape he says hey if you notice that this guy is going to be open if he does this do you have the ability to to say to him go do that um the, the the subtext says question would that why didn't you do that um the funny answer there is ha i wish um, which goes to show you just how much of an unknown J.J. McCarthy is, right? Like, hey, if you, you're you the quarterback, if you decide as the quarterback to change things, can you change things? No, I wish. That sounds fun. Wouldn't mind doing that. That wasn't allowed at Michigan. That was frowned upon in that establishment. He couldn't do it. Hey, here's the play. Go run the play. We'll tell you from the sideline if anything needs to change, right? So this is the mystery box. It's let's make a deal. J.J. McCarthy's in the box. He might be a new sports car. He might be a rubber chicken. Uh, You you don't know until you play. Somebody's going to play. Mac Jones was a little bit of that coming out of school. Uh, I think think J.J. McCarthy's more athletic than Mac Jones. 
But I also think everybody's more athletic than everybody was 10 years ago at the quarterback position. You look at the evolution of the position naturally. J.J. McCarthy, though, people say trade trade to 30, 31, 32, whatever, get J.J. McCarthy. I don't think he's going to be on the board then. It's uh, it's a quarterback needy draft for a lot of teams. You know, tally up the teams that are going to need to draft a quarterback this year. Washington, uh, Atlanta, Denver, you know, Minnesota. The, list, the teams that want to draft a quarterback this year, the Raiders, the Patriots. Uh, it's a long list of teams that are hungry for a quarterback right now. Longer than three. Because you got the three that are top three. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. If you were to tell me right now, March 1st, that J.J. McCarthy goes top 10, I'm not flinching. I'm going to nod. I think that's very much a possibility as we get closer to draft time and and his stock rises. Uh, Caleb Williams. Everybody wants to hear from Caleb Williams. So let's hear from Caleb Williams, D.C.'s own and the projected number one pick. Like I've said before, it's familiar. It's it's, it's hometown, um, as everybody knows, and uh, you know it'd be it'd be really cool to, to be back there and and, and experience that. Um, the the meeting went really well, um, and and um, you know being around those you know everybody was in the room, so being around everybody, um, you know just getting getting a taste of you know how they are, who they are, because like you said, everything's new there. Because we're not ruling that one out either. Uh, trade up to number one, go get Caleb Williams. I don't think the Bears did it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think the Bears did anything to quiet that talk this week. Uh, very much sent the signal, right? Open for business, but it's a very expensive business. It's uh, it's a boutique. Shopping at Tiffany's to go get the number one pick. I'm against giving up any future first-round picks to move up to number one. You're going to swap one for two. Give you know, I'm fine. You want to put together a nice package? Put together a nice package. Second rounders, third rounders, whatever you need to give. I'm I'm philosophically opposed to giving up future first rounders because you see, you talk yourself into, oh, that's going to be a late first round pick. Then it's not. And I, I don't think the commanders are in the spot where they can say, right, like the Chiefs could say or, you know, some, some of your better, the Niners could say, you know, if we trade a first round pick, we know it will be 25 to 32. They don't know that. Uh, that's that's not that's not for certain with this team this year. I'm I am opposed to giving up a first round pick to go get Caleb Williams. If if you like him, put together a nice package. Throw in Jonathan Allen. Do what you got to do. Uh, I, I've got no problem with any of that. Uh, but I I'm I'm against selling the farm to go get Caleb Williams because I I just don't think unless you really 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 love him. Uh, and that's an Adam Peters decision. He's willing to stake his his whole career as a general manager on it. Uh, I think it's far too risky. All right, number four, Drake May. I would say Drake May has built the most buzz this week of any of the four that we're talking about here. Uh, I think his stock has really gone up. I think he's probably seen by the experts as the consensus number two right now behind Caleb Williams. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true in buildings, but uh, among the crew that follows these things, I think Drake May has probably elevated himself to QB2 in the discussion. Uh, here he is chatting about uh, his visit with Washington, where Sam Howell, his uh, his old college teammate, is the starting quarterback right now. 
Coach Quinn, um, you know, great. You know, kind of that kind of click right off the bat. Um, he's a great, you know, great guy and um, you know, great coach. The stuff he's done defensively with the Cowboys over the past year has been pretty special. Um, so meeting in there and um, you know, coach, um, you know, coach, Richard, coach uh, recruited me in high school from Stanford, so I got to know him a little bit. And uh, you know, Coach Kingsbury knows you know my office winner from college, so we got a lot of connections. It's truly everybody in the room, uh, as as you hear there. They uh, Tavita Pritchard, the quarterbacks coach, he's in the room. It's it's a full room. I uh, hope they hope they got a big room out there in Indianapolis. They every everybody's chatting, everybody's kicking the tires. Uh, Drake May, I, I believe both him and Sam Howe. We played these clips on Wednesday on the Commander Super Show. Go go grab the podcast if you missed it. I believe both of them when they say no no tension. Uh, no worries about being paired on a team together, right? Drake May is the starter. Sam Howell's the backup. Drake May said, there, there's bigger problems in the world than being on a team with one of your friends. I tend to agree with that. I also think it's it's not a given that, you know, that there would be any kind of competition there. I think Drake May would probably be crowned and anointed from day one, and Sam Howell would know his role as the backup. He'd He'd be right in there out of the gate as well. All right, sliding towards the bottom of the hour. So much college basketball this weekend. It's uh, get get your multiple TVs ready. This would be good practice for March. Uh, we got to get ready for the first weekend of March Madness. Get your TVs out 6 o'clock tomorrow. You know where to be right here on the fan. VCU against Richmond. Duke taking on UVA down at Cameron. That one's going to be a fun one. Tons of Tons of action all across the board. Hampton, Sydney, Randolph, Macon, Virginia Union all in their tournaments. We're keeping an eye on them as well. Don't forget women's basketball. Virginia Tech closes out their season Sunday at 6 against UVA. A little rivalry game. Uh, The Tech women lost to Notre Dame last night. Uh, May have cost themselves a one seed in the NCAA tournament. We'll see if they can rebound. Uh, The ESPN Bracketology says if, if they can rebound, win out, win through the ACC tournament, which is no given. ACC is a fantastic women's basketball conference this year. They could maybe get back on the one line, uh, but I, I don't know that there's a huge difference between the one and the two. Gary Hess put it really well. You just don't want to play South Carolina. That's it. That, that's all it is. When they when they draw out the teams, when they throw them up there, you just don't want to be in the same pot as South Carolina because they look pretty dang untouchable right now. All right, two segments to go, then we'll throw it over to AWOD Radio at River City Roll on Fridays. He rolls, we roll back from this break right after this. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. Hour number two, 11 o'clock, Friday, March 1st, Friday Fun Show. JC's here, Megan's here, whole gang's here. Uh, as we get you ready for, uh, for my money, best Saturday of college basketball uh, we've had all season. You are VCU. You'll hear it right here on the fan. UVA down at Duke looking to uh, potentially dive into the two seed in the ACC tournament. Uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that from the way we've been talking about them recently, but they're headed uh, headed in that direction. Uh, Hampton, Sydney, Randolph, making all our D three friends in action. Virginia State in the NCAA or Virginia Union, excuse me, in the NCAA tournament in D two high school action going on I uh, women's basketball as well uh, VCU going to try to set an attendance record tomorrow at 1 o'clock at the Siegel Center they can lock up the number 2 seed in the A-10 tournament tons of fun uh, y'all know what the main event is though that's VCU against you are here to join us to talk about that and a fun new way to watch the game is our guy Rob Dennison Rob what is up welcome to the program Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Happy to be on. All right. Um, tell us about 
rally chat uh, and, and why people want to learn about it between now and 6 p.m. tip-off tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. So rally chat is a, is a chat app built for a crowd, and it's built for sports fans. So we're looking to gather people in one place uh, to be able to celebrate their team, talk a little trash, uh, and cheer on their favorite players, and we'll be uh, pr- promoting the VCUUR event. Uh, at six o'clock tomorrow. So you jump into the app and you you chat with other fans as the game's going. Is that the the general principle here? Yeah, absolutely. So at its core, it's a chat app, but we've really tried to design for mobile. So uh, we want to be that second screen as people are at a bar or if they aren't, if they're at home uh, and they just want to connect with other people who are watching literally the same game they are. Um, we make it super easy for. Uh, people to like or dislike messages, uh, to be able to react uh, with what they're seeing on the stage or, or on the uh, in the stadium, rather. And uh, we give out awards and different prizes for good engagement. Fun stuff, and obviously tomorrow will be a great game to uh, great game to engage with uh, as UR takes on VCU. Tons of movement still to be had at the top of the A10 uh, standings. Now, Rob, I know this because I, I know you and you know this. Um, you're a real person here in Richmond. This is You're not some some financier from New York coming on our show to pitch us an app here. Uh, tell, tell us about the, the origins and uh, VCU's kind of the, the ground floor for this, right? Absolutely. I mean, the stew was actually my inspiration for this app. I mean, I, I love, I've been going to VCU games since I was a kid back I mean, all the way to the Coliseum days, honestly. So, um, just that experience of being a fan at the stew, being a rowdy Ram, you know, you have sort of your best friends that you're chatting with. You guys are, you're bantering, you're going back and forth, but there's also this roar of the crowd with every play. There's the Peppas, uh, there's these chants that we all know and we all do together. I mean, there's really not anything like that. And so, uh, when over the pandemic, when that was taken away, I was like, holy cow, I'm sitting on my couch and I would really love something. Obviously it's not going to be the Siegel, the Siegel center, but can I get something? Can I work to create something that will have that same level of connection where you can connect with good friends. You can also kind of experience that war of the crowd um, as well as just um, being able to uh, go back and forth with other fans. And yeah, like you said, I'm a VCU uh, grad, uh, the computer science school and this project has actually been picked up and launched out of VCU in a way. So we were in the VCU Da Vinci School uh, earlier last year. That was a super amazing experience to have their investment. And we're working, you know, in with the VCU Athletics Program now to, to see how we can promote this app and how we can really come alongside VCU's digital strategy um, and help them win as well. I love it. And, you know, with all the games on TV these days, it's even even easier to follow along. And, and we hear that so much as, you know, they're, they're playing at Rhode Island. You, you can watch it. You know, so many of these games are on mm-hmm. TV. Chance for, for fans to follow along. All right. So, so, so break it down for me. What have you made of Ryan Odom's first season? And, and, and what are you thinking coming into a pretty, pretty big ball game tomorrow? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, what I love uh, him bringing in uh, that local talent was always, I think it was just a, a great touch to, to have those, those players. Um, I, I think they've, they've got a, a good defensive team, um, really exciting to watch. Uh, they really locked down well. They're coming into the bar with a lot of momentum. So uh, hoping to see a good game. There you go. Rob Dennison, uh, tell folks how they can, uh, how they can get the app. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to have a live watch party 
the Rams house on Broad Street. That's going to be at 6 o'clock, tip-off time. Um, there will be a live halftime performance. There will be Ed Nixon in the building, actually, Final Four player there to uh, be leading the chat in the uh, rally app. Uh, if you're not able to make it, uh, you can join us online. The website is rallychat.app. That's rallychat.app. And uh, you'll be able to just jump right into the app along with anyone else that's watching across the city or across the state. And uh, our Instagram is uh, rally.chat if you want to ever see uh, more events or what we're doing next. I love it. Well, we'll look forward to that. Uh, have fun at the Rams house and uh, hopefully get a good basketball game tomorrow night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. There he goes. Rob Dennis. Appreciate him taking a few minutes to join us. The site, the Rally Chat app. Uh, grab that tomorrow if you're watching from home or if you're uh, if you're at a bar if you're on the go Ed Nixon Ed Nixon will be at the Rams house tomorrow that'll be uh, that'll be a fun one as well VCU taking on Richmond you'll hear it right here on the fan 515 pregame with AWOD radio uh, he'll be back on for the halftime as well you know Robbie and Rodney have all the action uh, that's not the only game in town though we mentioned it at the start of the segment VCU women's basketball is going to try to set an attendance record at the C Center tomorrow, one o'clock tip against George Mason. Been a fantastic season for them. Look forward to uh, seeing what they can do. See if they can lock down the two seed in the A10 Women's Tournament, which will be right here in Richmond this year. Uh, tons of other fun games as well. And on the non-baseball side of things, uh, make sure you stop by the Diamond. I'll be there. Awan will be there. Uh, all your favorite. Uh, Nutsy, Natasha, the whole gang will be there. It's the Flying Squirrels Block Party. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. down at the Diamond Nutsy's Block Party. Always an event you want to set your calendar by each year. Hopefully we'll get uh, get some good weather, kick off a great day of sports here. Um, so we're going to talk a little NFL Combine uh, here in a few minutes. Uh, all the main quarterback uh, candidates have been chatting uh, this morning with reporters we've got those clips coming in uh, lots to get to at the 11:45 hour i promised we would talk survivor so we are going to talk survivor um i i'm literally waiting until my final segment of the week to do it there's no uh that that tells you how i feel that's all right that's all right i, I told a what i would we're going to wait till the very last segment of the week uh we'll chat we'll we'll dial him up down at river city roll on friday's he rolls, and uh, Rob was on the uh, the Black and Gold Fan Podcast, which AWOD does every week as well, an Odyssey podcast. Make sure to grab that wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's slide out a minute early here. I want to grab, uh, grab a little bonus time to talk uh, talk combine, talk quarterbacks. It's a big college basketball weekend. Uh, grab the Odyssey app. It's got the rewind button if you missed any of it. We'll dive back in at 1130. But I do want to take a minute, talk NFL, talk quarterback prospects. When we come back, you'll hear from Jaden Daniels. You'll hear from J.J. McCarthy. You'll hear from Caleb Williams. And you'll hear from J- from Drake May. Should be a fantastic uh, segment. I'm excited to hear what they have to say as well because that was just this morning. We'll uh, we'll break it all down for you. Uh, at uh, Josh Harris was in the room with those guys. What does it mean? Uh, what should it mean? And what should the commanders do with the number two pick? That on the other side of this, you're listening to 910 The Fan. Now, 11.46, taking up to the top of the hour. AWOD Radio takes over live from River City. Roll on Fridays, he rolls. Grant and Danny will drive you home. Then come back big weekend in the area. Flying Squirrels block party. Nutsy's block party tomorrow, 10 to 1. 1 o'clock at the Seagull Center. VCU women attempt to set 
a women's basketball attendance record at the Stew. $5 tickets available online. Get yours right now. They're playing to lock up the number two seed in the A-10 Women's Tournament. The main event, 6 p.m. over at the Robbins Center. VCU takes on UR in a game chock full of A-10 implications, which is why we bring in our friend Adam Epstein of AWOD Radio. Adam, what's up? Hello, 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 Michael Phillips. What's up? Happy Friday. All right, early line, Richmond by one and a half tomorrow. You got a, you got a gut, gut reaction to that either way? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what the rules is for basketball, but for football, three points to the home team. Yep. So kind of feels like uh, VCU's favored. I think VCU's slightly better as a team right now, but I, I wouldn't sleep on the emotion of the Robin Center and, and them losing the first one. I, I think I think it'll be a fantastic basketball game. Oh, I do too. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Uh, I promised you earlier this week I would watch, for the first time in my life, an episode of the television show Survivor. Um, yes. What I did not realize at the time... Uh, Adam, is it Survivor is a two-hour-long television show? That's Yeah, but with commercials, come on now. It, it's not that long. Well, hour-long shows have commercials, too. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, but didn't you skip through them? I definitely did. Uh, still, okay. st- still, I felt like there, there was some stuff. All right, so I, I have a handful of questions. Uh, play, play the clip. This is, this is my new guy right here. When you see me, you're not thinking of someone who is super analytical, super intelligent. You think of someone who wants to smoke a doobie on the beach, but no. In a game like Survivor, I feel like you gotta be patient and calm, and my life has definitely prepared me for that. When I found Survivor, I knew this is what I was supposed to do. You will be on the jury, voting for Jelinski to win. Uh, that was that was Jelinski. Uh, yeah, he's the biggest loser in Survivor history. I could just say that, right? All now. right. So, so is is the concept here like like American Idol? Like the first episodes are always like, look at these people sing badly, ha ha ha. Is is, is this a standard feature of the show, or or is he really just that bad at, at playing Survivor? He's just really that bad at playing Survivor. I mean, that guy. <laughs> Was an idiot. He did everything that they they teach you not to do. He he immediately signed up for everything, putting a target on his back. He also quit like a quitter, like a loser. He threw the thing. He like threw the thing into the times. ocean. Yeah, he's just he was just the worst survivor player in the history of the game. And I thought it was very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it was undeniably entertaining. Stubbs here too. Stub, did you watch Survivor? I did, uh, and, and uh, Adam is not wrong. That was the worst performance I've ever seen. For worst a, performance a, 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 in Survivor history. One. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, it, it was it was very obvious from the get go. Like he was the main character of this episode, and, yeah. and he he was failing. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> but it did, were you not entertained, Michael? Like that's the that's the question. I was very entertained. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, it was kind of a one off in a lot of ways. Like he's he's obviously gone now, right? They, there's no like he doesn't mysteriously reappear right he's just no, gone he is he is gone in in several seasons they have done a redemption island bit uh but not this time uh so he is gone how about his uh his buddy though the guy that i he played football at alabama or something i mean that guy was a stud he was and uh how, yeah I, I i think he needs to rethink his choice of uh his choice <laughs> of partners there on, on survive i guess it helped him survive the day though um 
All right. Uh, further questions here. Is it all? Does it always end up being boys versus girls? Because it sure seems like we're foreshadowing boys versus girls here, right? No, no. But it, it, it sometimes it can go that way. I mean, Stub, you can chime, kind of chime in here. Last season, they tried to do an all girls alliance, and it kind of backfired, right? They always talk about it. The girls are always like, "Let's do a girls alliance," and then they never do it. Okay, is, is what I've noticed. Okay. Uh, the the other thing that surprised me about Survivor, first time Survivor viewer, uh, apparently other people have watched it for years, uh, is like I guess I thought it was more of like a staged like they all kind of pretend to be in a survival mode kind of situation. They're all like hyper aware they're playing Survivor the game. Yes, like they all show up with strategies and like like that's the part that caught me off guard i guess it's 46 seasons like yeah it's they inevitable. pretty much only get like super fans at this point it seems like to participate in, yep. like it seemed like everybody knew exactly what they wanted to do from the second they got there to win survivor the game pretty much okay uh adam who who's gonna win the show, yeah. Oh, it's, I, I, you know, can you tell early on or no? I, I can't really tell, but okay. I, I did see like some kind of an edit that was interesting, right? So, you know, uh, last year D was the champion, and yes. in the first few episodes, they revealed that she has an extremely large big toe, and it's unattractive, and it was the weirdest thing that they revealed. And now looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, they revealed that. Because she ends up winning. I don't think they reveal some loser's big toe. So but because she won, they thought that they could get personal with her. So that's what I was wondering. Like, is Sleepy Girl going to be the winner? Like, uh, is she? No. <laughs> no. Okay. She she's not entering the redemption arc here. No, I doubt it. Uh, I, no, I think, no, no. The uh, the interesting the guy that I think might end up winning was I believe like the Indian guy with a very uh, you know outgoing personality was talking to everyone. That's uh, that's a good episode. pick. I, yeah. I I felt a lot of good things, and this is biased, but from VCU guy. Which one's VCU guy? Uh, Tev. What does he look like? You got to remind. Uh, he's me here. He, he's got the he's got kind of dreads with beads in them. Oh, Tevin. Yeah, Te- Tevin. that guy's the yeah. That, that's the VCU guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he was he was cool. You know which uh, well, the girl that him, I thought will the girl that I thought will be voted out next is the girl that was trying to be friends with Zelensky or whatever with the shoulder tattoos. She was kind Zelensky. of annoying people. Oh, Kenzie? she was trying to be friends with everyone. I think that was Kenzie. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm taking Jess out next. Sleepy ADHD girl. Yeah. Well, there's no, only two call. ways that storyline goes. One is, like, she's gone next episode. We just had a bigger clown this one. Or two is, like, she overcomes all of this and, like, emerges as a great player. Right? I'm not seeing two here. You're not? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I like, he won't win, but I liked our, like, chill dude. Like Ben, yeah, music guitar guy, yeah, oh, yeah, vibe oh, guy, yeah, yeah, no, yeah vibe. vibe guy was cool. Vibe yeah, guy like was he, obviously really cool. he's not going to win, right? He might. I mean, how cool? I, surviving was a cool line. You, I, I, I think Ben is a sleeper winner this season. I don't think you can win as a vibe guy. Says the guy who's never seen the show before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a social <laughs> game. Yeah, his teammate could win, right? The two, the two that failed that competition. It was kind of funny how both teams failed the pass or fail competition. Are you mm-hmm. saying Harvard Swifty or? Is, is yeah, that who you're talking yeah, about? Harvard yeah, Harvard Swifty. Swifty. Yeah, Harvard Swifty. <laughs> I, it, like, it's one of those... I, how long ago did they record this? It was this like, you probably, know... Probably three to five months ago. Yeah. So it would have been peak Taylor Swift mania. It's just funny yeah. to see like that. You're <laughs> like... Now it'd be like, well, don't have a Taylor Swift character. Like, that's overdone. But like five <laughs> months ago, well, we have to have a Taylor Swift character. Like, we'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Um, but but he's a dude. That was a nice, that was a nice twist. So, Michael, are you willing to... 
Watch next week's episode. Uh, is there this? This brings me to my final question, Adam. Is there like a Sports Center style highlight reel I can watch? Like, like if if I could watch like an eleven minute <laughs> condensed version, that would be fantastic. Uh, Stub, is there? I don't. Believe I would there be is. surprised if someone on YouTube doesn't do that. Okay. Like, like surely someone does a ten minute recap on YouTube. It just it's, felt it's like such a big show. It felt like. So on the one hand, it felt like there was a lot of filler. On the other, I'm aware that like in a, a show like this, they may need to like call back on those moments yeah, this, later. This is a show that always gets better as it goes on, okay. in my opinion, unless it gets really one-sided with an alliance. I think I don't think any when I watch Survivor, it takes a while for me to really get into a season. All right, so I got I got to scope out the see. Uh, I'm committing to a highlight package next week. That's okay. That's, so that's so next commitment. week. Before the episode airs, we will all select somebody that we believe will be safe. All right, so you'll. Oh, go so this look is, at this the, will be easy then. We don't have yes. to pick who they vote out. We just have to pick who will be safe each week. We do that, and then this once feels, you get down to like doable. six or this seven, that's yeah. when it gets difficult. Yeah, right. like obviously, there's just a couple of people you're staying away from right now. Yeah, there's, there's a couple people good. that like it, it would take a lot for them to lose everyone on their team. Yeah. All right, uh, AWOD Radio up next. Uh, what do we got today uh, here in 10 seconds or less? Big show. We'll be rolling here at River City Roll. Uh, Ted Alexander is going to join us, talk about Mike Jones. Who? Yeah. Mike Jones, the new ODU basketball coach. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Nick Ashew to tell us what to gamble on this weekend. And David Harrison to talk a little commanders at 2.30. Dude, fired up for ODU. Uh, he's, uh, he's a D.C. high school legend up there. All right, I got to step aside. AWOD Radio up next tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. VCU, you are. We'll wrap it all up for you Monday. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 1051 FM. 51 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T Mobile.com. 